BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for more. Page 7 of Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut Tour coming to you in September and October. Where are we heading in September, Jackie? We're going on September 12th. We're going to Nashville. We're going on September 13th to Atlanta, Georgia. And then I'm going back to my hometown September 14th of Tampa, Florida. In October, October 3rd, we're going to be in Detroit, Michigan. October 4th, we're going to be in Columbus. And October 5th, we're going to be in Pittsburgh. Page 7 and Wizard of the Bruiser present Release Release the Butthole Cut Tour. You can find tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com, baby. Uh-huh, that's my shit. All the girls that are like this. Few times I've been around that track, but it's not just gonna happen like that. Because like, ain't no holla back, girl. I ain't no hollaback girl. I walk these lonely streets on the boulevard of broken, broken dreams. All the city sleeps, and I'm the you and me, and all of the people around the lives Beverly of Hills. You know, you gotta, you know, you wanna yes. Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. You gotta take me to uh-huh. the candy uh-huh. shop. Yes, get in my humps, get my candy shop because it was all. All about putting things in your holes. Yes, we're talking about 2005. <laughs> no, she was a gold digger. Something, something, something. I don't know. I forget. Uh, Kanye uh, uh, had money. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Man, this is a year that really did still shape what I unfortunately will still listen to. I listen to a lot of new pop, but if I'm listening, if I want something that just makes me feel a little nostalgic, I'm looking at 2005 over here. I can't believe we haven't sung Mr. Brightside yet, you guys. Oh, Oh my God. God. How did it end up like this? It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Yeah, covered in piss. That's the shirt that Henry got me. (laughs) It says, it was only a kiss. How did it end up covered in piss? (laughs) Did you already do since you've been gone? I have. Yes, I have done I thought you already did it, but I just wanted to do it. Let me see you one step, two step. Ooh, Ciara. I miss miss Ciara. I want more Ciara in my life. Everybody get on the float. We we got to get it on. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Something, 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 something. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Drop it like it's hot. I don't know if you guys know this, but we are three white people. And <laughs> it comes through often. But this was the year, oh my God, that Kelly Clarkson album was like my everything. Oh my God. Yeah, that was a good time. these hazel eyes. So, so you said, Jackie, this is a year when you think about pop music and this comes up. I feel like this was for me before I had embraced loving pop music. But ah. it was still, I was in college. Same. And so it was still, it was in the air, you know, but I had not yet like admitted that pop music was good because I was an insufferable little prick. And so I feel, but then it was like, okay, yeah, Kanye is good, you know? And like, yeah, Kelly Clarkson is good. So I think in in some way in Mr. Brightside, as a former emo kid, everyone 
you know, hated the killers, but I was like, it's good. And so I feel oh like- Oh my this- God, I loved that album. Oh, I yeah. was it because I, I, this was the end of my college time and I stayed an extra semester. So 05 was like my final college year. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to New York in like the winter of- Oh six. This was the right? year we met each other. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. Oh my nice. god. So so every week at this place called Waterworks, uh, which was connected to a different bar called Spaceport, which was a ship, a nautical spaceship themed bar, extremely Florida. Which you would go to to cool down from. <laughs> this was in Florida. Uh, by the way, uh-huh. Waterworks. She went in. How it was could cool. you tell? And I I can't believe how long I was fooled by this without realizing. Oh, it's an effect. They would make it look like it was raining like crazy outside because they had this effect on the windows where like water would pour down the windows. Hell yeah! From I love from the this. outside. So you and and I, for the longest time I got fooled. I was like, we shouldn't leave. It's pouring. <laughs> we should keep dancing. And every Friday night they would have an indie dance night. So yes, mm. fucking spoon, the killers, Ugh. modest mouse. We were all Franz Ferdinand. Down. It was also the year. Oh, or we were all yes. floating on whatever. Franz Ferdinand. All that shit was the soundtrack of my life at this point. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the Mountain Goats. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to Postal Service. Yes. This is like my full indie heyday um, with a with a bunch of jazz as well thrown in. And I was just living it up, man. Living La Vida Loca. We were, you know, <laughs> doing Murder Fist over the summer. I was taking. I, I stayed an extra semester to continue to take uh, play and screenplay writing classes with Mark Medoff, who uh, was uh, like a, a temporary faculty there. He wrote Children of a Lesser God. He's like, oh wow, Oscar Tony Award winner. Yeah, he's amazing, and he was just an amazing teacher. Amazing, rest in peace. Amazing supporter of Murder Fist as well, which is very cool. He would like him and his wife like went to shows and like loved it and like saw the potential of it and understood what it was when we were kind of being like blacklisted by the rest of the theater school. <laughs> like they looked down on it. They looked down on what we were doing. They went, we, why weren't we focusing on Stanislavski? You know what I mean? <laughs> Technique, you know? And it was just like, no, we just want to like get fucking nuts at a, uh, the only gay bar in Tallahassee yes. once a week and do a fucking beer-swilling crazy comedy show. And, and then afterwards, awesome. sometimes they'd bring in a horse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> those were most... those were late-night shows at Brothers that crazy we didn't usually shows. stay for. So wait, you crazy met shows. this year because, Jackie, were you a freshman in college and Holden was a senior I, in college? Yes, I graduated yeah. high school in the year of 2005, and that is when um, I met Holden and all of Murder Fist. This is when I started yeah. smoking cigarettes so that I would fit in in college. Nice. Yeah, and it's Holden's kind of, fault that I started smoking Henry, in the first place. But then I got you to quit. So there you go. And then you got me. I feel no longer guilty. But yeah, yeah, Henry and Jackie, I was a large influence on their picking up smoking cigarettes. I mean, we were all smoking cigarettes, but I definitely was like, yeah, yeah, it's the great, it's awesome. (laughs) It's cool. It's sexy. What's not to like? In my defense, they were like, they were like $5 a pack. It was different back then. Everyone, in 2005, I was also in college. Every single person I knew smoke cigarettes like uh, yes. uh, my peers, everybody. I was the oh, yes. only person that I know who did it. It was just so it really is. So like there are some. Did you th- never smoke cigarettes? MJ? No, because my brother was like, wow, you, could, you should do whatever you want in college. He's like he was like, I'm not going to be a protective over. We went to the same college, just like you and Henry. And he was like, I'm not going to be a protective older brother. I'm not going to tell you who to date. I'm not going to tell you about drinking or whatever uh but i am gonna tell you you really should not smoke cigarettes because even at the time he was like it's just expensive and i wish i wasn't addicted and yeah so he was like do absolutely make all your mistakes but this is just not one that you need to pick up and i listened to him and so i that's great i got out of it yeah yeah that's great yeah, I, I wish I had someone to tell me that, but I instead I definitely had an older brother who was like, this is the coolest, this will make you very <laughs> It's cool. going to make you fit in. Just do very it, cool. it's just going to make you fit in, and everyone's yeah, yeah. like, then no one will look at you weird, and I was like, okay. Well, but it did help me like hate my like be- like shitty high school whatever social dynamics just a little bit less. I made me just a little, I just getting that pack of cigarettes at the age of 16, be, getting a pack 
on a Friday night and hanging out at your buddy's place and chain smoking all weekend. I get was it. The, uh, and, and when I t- yeah, when I talked to John about it, of course, because you know I had grown up being like smoking is terrible. Like even you know even though still culturally we weren't where we are now, where like most people uh, there's so many fewer people smoke now, but like smoke cigarettes at least. But like I I do remember being like kind of shocked that everybody was smoking cigarettes. And when John was explaining it to me, he was like. He was like, whatever you need, like a cigarette will help. If you need a break at a party to go out by yourself, a cigarette will help. If you want to go talk to a friend and you kind of need an right. in to like be like, hey, I really want to check in with you, a cigarette will help that. Like, if you're tired, a cigarette will give you energy. If you want to relax, a Don't cigarette will help you. Don't say these things to me, Andrea. I'm going to okay. go have a cigarette. John is also quick, by the way. Saying, it's very, all a contradiction. Yeah. It's all a con- None of it's real right. because how does something help you relax and wire you right. up? You know, how does it, it do all those things? It also raises your blood pressure. So when you think, yeah, but it relaxes me, it actually doesn't. It actually is raising your blood pressure. Interesting. It's all these lies that we tell ourselves. That's why we read the book. That's why Holden and I read the Alan Carr book. You had to Absolutely. unlearn it. And I, and I, I, watching people quit was like, I was so glad that I didn't start just because it really did seem very, very, very hard. But almost everybody I know. Um, has now quit who used to be total chain smokers, including you two. And I'm very proud of you. It really does look like it was fucking hard as hell to quit. But you guys did it. It was and it wasn't. It was also easy. I read The Easy Way to Quit Smoking by Alan Carr. Um, it was weird. It was, it was time for me. This is cut to years and years later from 2005, by the way. This was when I was in my... Uh, what I think I was hitting early 30s and I was living now in a studio apartment with uh, Lexi and we had finally just commit kind of took that big next step of living together which is I think the first time I'd ever lived with a significant other at that point like fully lived with them shared a lease you know and um, you know it was just kind of inevitable but it's so interesting how mental addiction truly is I think one of the first things that book teaches you is that uh, you know the physical actual physical, effects of the addiction of smoking at the very at least is two days Mm. it takes two days to be fully over Uh that so after that if you're like snapping at people for no reason or something like that like none of that's because of the physical part of the Uh addiction you are done with the physical part but we were definitely not reading that book in the year 2005 (laughs) we are way too busy busy in this year watching salad fingers remember (laughs) i love a rusty spoon what again again it's all about no no oh my god is that a movie put in salad fingers i feel like you'll remember you'll remember the face from salad fingers we were all obsessed with this really creepy viral oh. video called salad fingers and he has long fingers and he's really oh. creepy this was when yeah you could just this would be so lost today uh-huh. you know what i mean um i mean i guess we got like a guy's head in a toilet bowl doing weird stuff so maybe not but 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 these kinds of videos uh, like the what was it the Paul Revere song yes or whatever yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. and the my United States of whatever like all that <laughs> shit like could could stand out yes like the internet <laughs> this was back yeah, when a viral video lasted for weeks internet. you could get weeks yeah. off of a single four minute YouTube video yes. it was so right. different crudely drawn and if it was just weird enough and got around enough in a certain kind of way or like the shares. I like, sh- I hated that one. I like shoes or whatever the shoes <laughs> oh, yeah. video drove me nuts. Um, but this, that's speaking towards the thing that I would deal with later where I just didn't understand the, uh, how to ch- how the industry had changed with the internet for the longest time. But going back to this time, this was an interesting time for me because I was kind of in this purgatory. Like I was just getting a little too old for college. Like I was kind of grown out of college in this certain way. Like the party had died down at my apartment, especially. I think it just got to the point where we had hung out and partied at my apartment so fucking much for so long that people were like, let's try someone else's place. And a lot of it was over Jackie and Madeline's house. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. That kind of took the party for me. And then I didn't have a car and no one wanted to pick <laughs> me up. So, this is a, you were no longer a boy, really not like yet a Uber man situation. And, yeah, Uber didn't exist. So I was kind of like starting to... Just kind of be like an older dude in at college, like just chilling in his apartment. You were on his passing the buck lot. to us young bucks. Yeah, and I was there to the like rip to the it young. up. Yeah, and it was like this interesting in betweener kind of weird time. At least half that year, because like 
first half of the year, I was like a senior finishing out my senior year of college, but then I stayed that one extra semester. And that was kind of interesting. When you stay a little too long, you're the old you old guy at it. college. Yeah. Yeah. You feel it a little bit. And yeah, I have a friend, just, best friend who was an old guy at college. I never went to college with him. He was just an old, he just hung around afterwards. And he's one of my best friends now. And we never overlapped. He was just around. So that's kind of the weird thing for me. I was in this weird, like bracing myself for what would probably be one of the most challenging years of my life, 2006, when I moved into fucking a really bad part of Brooklyn and trying to survive and, you know, on very little money and and, in New York and just adjusting to New York City and trying to like get our sketch comedy group on a stage was just such a challenge, you know, that first year. Um, and I feel like you guys, though, too, were transitioning as well, you know? Like, uh, this was a big new start for both of you, right? Yeah, I mean, start a co- for me, it was, it was I graduated in 2004 in high school. So this was, yeah, 2005 was the year my brother graduated and everything. So, yeah, it was a big, but it was, I was a, I was a fresh-eyed, extremely naive young buck and i assume jackie was even a younger buck across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in texas it's and not or See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yeah. I was a young... Well, because I graduated high school and went to college when I was 17. So I was just, like, felt mm. very young. And um, I was kicked out the nest. But, like, I ran out the nest. Yeah. I was ready right. to go. I was Same. excited. I'm ready. And yeah, I same. went to college. Like I embraced college with open arms. Yeah, I was did. like, I was always out. I was always doing things. I was meeting new people. I was like, I don't feel like I like there was no part of me that was like dipped my toe in college. Like I ran right. yeah. to college. I feel the I same was way. So excited. Well, because both of us had older brothers who went before us, and I think yeah. both of us. I really, really missed my older brother after he had left home, and I was yes. still home. I was very, I was like, why, what, why am I home? And he's out doing fun stuff. And so I was so ready to go. And yeah, when I got there, I just like hit the ground running. But I also was just so, and I I look back at this year and I feel so much like, it's not like shame, but it's like, you know, the cringe feeling when you just look back and you remember how I was like this extremely deeply feeling, extremely idealistic, oh, creative. Yes. I, I'm sh- I was sending poetry oh, yeah. lyrics via text message, you know. Oh, yes. Wearing infinity scarves <laughs> like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like writing song lyrics down in a notebook still, you know, like a 12 oh, year old. Yeah. I was a- making mix CDs. Oh, yeah. For crushes oh, and yeah. like like really thinking out the mix CD and then burning the CD and just like drawing on the outside of the CD. Oh, and talk about crushes. I was just pining oh. over people, but like never speaking to them. You know, I had no confidence. I didn't get confidence till 2006. So this 2005 was like I had all the energy and all the desire and all the feelings and all the hope, but zero confidence. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was <laughs> so painful. So painful to think about. I feel bad for that. But also, person. you guys were so you guys were finishing your freshman year and then going in, then went into your sophomore. That was year. me. That's yeah, right? for me. And then I'm a year younger. Yeah. I was graduating high school and going into college. Wow, that's so fast that we only. I can't believe we only intersected for that long, Jackie. It feels yeah. like we 
spent more time. No, I barely uh, knew you. I only knew you as the standoffish old man in college. <laughs> like, I just remember you thought you were just like, you would like, <laughs> you'd like, I listen to jazz. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like, you would just like smoke cigarettes and drink your Carlo Rossi jug of wine. Oh, and yeah. you yes. thought Carlo you were Rossi so jug cool. wine. Yeah. And I was Carlo like, Rossi all right. Love the Carlo whatever. Rossi jug wine. Oh uh, yeah, because that was the thing. We would like, pool money together and then some nights we would all sit, it was like very bohemian we would all sit around with these giant jugs of weed oh, just yeah. get like several of them enough that you could drown yourself in it and we would just all sit around as a group like chain smoke and smoke pass joints it around. and just pass around these jugs and you of put wine. it on your forearm and then that you put yeah. your thumb in the loop yeah, so and, 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 and then tip it up yep. I'm not a snooty wine drinker but holy shit I would never drink that these days you know there was that and there was you know, it was cool because also, like, I I had a lot of upperclassmen friends, so I was finally able to, like, go to the bars that they would always, like, ditch me to go to um, a year in years previous. There was that going on. And then at the end of the year, I met fucking nutbag uh, X that uh, was, like, a person I held on to in a long day. I, like, met her right at the end of my time at FSU and then was like, this will be a good idea. I should definitely be in a long-distance relationship with a grad student at FSU (laughs) who's got, like, a couple more years left, I think, of grad school at least, and moved to New York. And that was literally just me knowing that my life was about to change. And this really was one of the best times of my life. Like, college from sophomore year until I left was, like, some of the best years of my life. And I don't, I think I subconsciously knew that that was going to end. Yeah. And I was just trying to hang on to like some semblance of what my life once was when I moved to New York and when everything changed. 2005 was also one of the best years of my life too. It was just like that, just being at college and feeling like I felt so at home, you know, it was like, I was part of this. I wasn't in murder fist, but it was like the, the sketch in improv comedy group there. I felt so at home and I had never, not that I hadn't felt that I had wonderful friends in high school, but like I, you know, I was such an angsty high schooler trying to figure out my place and everything. And that feeling of like some kids find their place in high school. And for me, I found it in college and it was such a thrill to like, were you doing, did you get into act like a lot of activism in college? No, I was too, like I had politics, but I was honestly too self-absorbed and like, and yeah, I had, you know, I cared, but like, I remember even with the invasion of uh, Iraq and the Iraq war, like all my friends were lefties and activists. And I did, like, I remember in uh, my fall of my freshman year was the 2004 election where George W. Bush was reelected. Yes, I remember and that was a big sad night. Bug-a-boo. Yeah, it was a big bug. Yeah, and I remember we just kept listening to the Perfect Circle album. <laughs> <laughs> talking, about how, talking about how fucked the government is. Yeah, I was uh, so like yeah. I was the I was essentially the same person but like instead of having any sort of like broader I was just so I was so myopic. I was just so thinking about my own feelings and my own like sad heart and my own totally. desires all the time and I was Mr. like playwright at that point I had a little feather in my I was Mr. (laughs) Mr. getting deep in my playwriting and my all that good stuff you know I have to I hate to say it I don't think we hit it off right up top not really we just didn't you had like yeah you definitely had and I did I will say I actually do think I also got a little resentful because the party literally moved from my apartment to the house you Mm. were living in and I really mean it like I was really I was really resentful because I was like, I've been hosting fucking, I've been cleaning up after you fuckers like every almost every day for like three years, and, and now no one can even give me in. now no one can even give me a fucking ride. Yeah. Like it's five <laughs> minutes away, it's five minutes away from my apartment, and no one can come pick me up. And that happened like multiple times. Like everyone's just like, oh, and would like like you could hear people giggling and shit. And like when I'd like call, I'd be like, hey, can someone? It was. It sucked. That sucked. That's kids, though. That's just kids being. Kids. That's just kids but, being kids. But uh, but yeah, and 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 adults not having cars in college. Thank God, too. I didn't have a car. Driving. I didn't have a car in college. Well, but that's the thing. But you get it's fine if you're the party house, which I was up until that point. If you're the party house, you don't miss having a car. You know what I mean? True. Especially because I was like on campus too. So uh, I lived at I the could party just house any in class. 2005. Yeah, you got it. It was John's yeah, house. Yeah, you, oh, you, you like li- you, well, you were did, a resident of. No, no, I was a crasher, like, but it was John's house, John and his three best friends. And uh, that was the party house. And so, but I was just like, 
I love it here. I love the party. I never want the party to end. I'll sleep on the couch every night. And so yeah. I was like the insufferable freshman who was like, uh, I'm not going to be back to the dorms tonight. I'm just going to sleep at my cool brother's house. Uh, I just feel yeah, so yeah. cringe whenever I think about myself. Like, because I was just so excited. I was so excited to be back with him. And like, I loved all his friends and we were all doing comedy together. And so I just like literally lived there for the summer of 2005. Um, I lived at home for a while, but then I just came up and I was like, can I just crash on the couch for a month? And they were like, there is about 10 people who live here. We literally won't notice. And so it was like that kind of situation. Yeah. Oh, those beautiful yeah. days too of just like when you're like, I, it, it doesn't matter. This place, I, like when you would like beg for a moment's peace because your house right. was always filled with people. Yeah. And that's the thing too, I will say, uh, there were some of those nights that I was just talking about, but there was also a lot more nights where I was so happy to be alone in my apartment oh, where like yeah. I just I had hosted it all I'd done it all I'd, we threw 10 keggers <laughs> we threw we threw open bar like classy parties where we'd like buy out a bunch of liquor from the liquor store and get like a jazz band to play in my living room like I had just done every I had just thrown every kind of party I'd seen it all I'd done it all and the party yeah it's that definitely that like Mrs. Doubtfire like or not Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> Mrs. Uh, oh, what it is, The Hours. You know what I'm talking about. The movie The Hours, what's her name? The writer. Um, it's uh, it's kind of that, that the party's like over, the party's dying. I just love the idea I mean? that you were dressed like Mrs. Doubtfire alone in your apartment. Yeah, I just, well, I got I, really I, taken while, away by Mrs. Doubtfire. After a while, thought. I had to pretend to be their maid. <laughs> In order to hang out at the party, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, can, can you give me a ride, please? <laughs> no, Mrs. Dalloway? Mrs. Dalloway? Is that what I'm thinking of? Is that the I name think of it? Mrs. Anyways, Dalloway. The hours after, what happens in the hours after the party and the hours Maybe. after that? It was very like, but it was cool because I was like, you know, doing a lot of fucking contemplation, man. But Holy this is Lord, why this is a, a bit of a strange year maybe for all three of us since we were so in the throes of young, of, of youth. Like for me, 2005, uh. looking, I'm looking at all the pop culture things and I'm like, Man, I wasn't seeing movies because I wasn't leaving campus. No. I didn't have a car. You know, I was. Yeah, you're just like in a bubble. I was listening to indie yeah. music. I wasn't really listening to pop music. I wasn't watching TV because I lived in a dorm, you know? So it's like, I'm looking and it's like, yes, American Idol. Totally remember that. It was Survivor. We were still in kind of the early years of reality. Uh, like Lost. Lost. I specifically remember going to see Wedding Crashers was the last movie that I saw. I remember being like, uh, getting picked up by my mom. And I remember thinking, this is probably the last time I'm ever going to have to like get picked up by my mom after a movie because yeah. I was going to college. Uh -huh. And I just yeah. remember being so excited. Isn't <laughs> that like, crazy? Yes! yes. I, uh, I, got, I got some movie theater memories. I remember Batman Begins was kind of a bit of a revelation and that really was going to bring on this like dark, gritty superhero era. Um, and that was felt very novel at the time. Uh, also, I will forever remember Star Wars Episode Three, seeing that in the movie theater at that ultimate moment when Darth Vader goes, no, and everybody in the movie theater laughed because it was like this goofy, <laughs> like totally broke the whole thing. Everybody was like going into it being like, this one might actually be good. <laughs> oh, really? I think they might actually make a good People one. Yeah, it, was like, oh, it was kind of okay up until that point. And then it just, no, and everyone cracked up. I remember the cultural moment of a movie I don't think I still have even seen. I should actually go back and watch this movie. But this movie had a lot more around it than even the actual movie itself. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, was because this of the huge scandal culture moment with Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt oh, divorcing uh -huh. and Brad Pitt getting together with Angelina The beginning Jolie of Brangelina. Like, uh -huh. That was the story of the year. I mean, you little, it was the cover of every magazine. It was just everywhere. You could not get away from this divorce, divorceo story. It was like wild how, how all encompassing it was in everyone's life. They just couldn't get enough of it. The tabloid rags were so thrilled with the whole drama of this because you've got like kind of, I guess because what? Um, 
she seems like not Angelina Jolie seems like the fucking wild motorcycle lady, yeah. right? This fucking like yeah, she's Laura Croft. Evil. Yeah, she was Laura Croft. And she Anson. was Billy Bob Thornton's part. I, you know, she had her yeah. and Billy yeah. Bob had the this, this weird blood vampire thing going on. Yeah, Billy Bob, and then and then and then what's her name uh, is like girl next door, totally. like but but also like the ultimate catch in all these ways. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, and yet he and then Brad Pitt is like the number one Hollywood stud, especially at that time. Right, it was just the most juicy. It was like not since like Princess dies, like death, or like the OJ trial. You know what I mean? It almost felt like that in a way where everyone they were just like, "This is all we could talk about. This is the only thing in existence right now for so much of pop culture." And that is before. Like we were talking before about how viral videos were, you know, would last for weeks and whatever. But I feel like 2005 was also a transitional time for pop culture from like when we have done rewinds about the late 90s and early 2000s. And we're talking about how whatever was on the front of magazines was really the that was pop culture news. You didn't have the Internet the way it is now where there's just 10,000 pieces of pop culture news a day. So it was like Jennifer Aniston being on the cover of um, magazines, you know, now, now it's so sad. She's signal single or she's getting dumped or what, like what? So there was still kind of that monoculture holdover of the late nineties. I think when it comes to the Brangelina thing, it was like this huge, massive story. Whereas again, now, if you think about that happening, it would still be a big story, but it would last a couple of weeks tops, right? Like things just lasted longer then because there wasn't a million other, there just wasn't so many stories all the time. Right. And there's just like such a new time because this uh, in the year 2005 is when both YouTube and Reddit, were launched. So this is like a huge yeah, talk about really. transition time of how these stories and how everyone consumes their media, like how that changed the game of things hugely. Uh-huh. Yeah, cuz I remember even in terms of like going back to the being a lefty thing, like I I I got to see if Google Reader was still at this time, but I remember being like, okay, John, like, I want to learn more about, like, the news. Like, what websites should I read? And he was like, you know, gave me a list of, like, the blogs yes. that he liked and the websites that he liked. And he loved Google Reader where you could just get, like, a kind of list of all of the your favorite blogs. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's so funny to talk about because it feels like I'm talking about driving a right. restaurant <laughs> carriage, you know. And again, another memory to bring back. And yes, it's the year, it's one year later, but it still is very indicative of this particular time period. You are the time person of the year in 2006. So that was that's how quickly YouTube went from launch to absolutely ubiquitous. Like YouTube was uh. so it was such a revelation, was just such this insane. And this leads me to I think one of the first instances of like a video going viral online of like a news story kind of hit going viral in an online way because it's the fact that everybody could rewatch over and over again this moment uh that happened on television this is the year fish fucker tom, tom cruise, cruise jumps on the couch uh, and claims his love for yes. kitty humps and that was might have been a big deal before, but it was a massive deal because we had the ability to share a video over and a clip over and over again with each other, you know, and just like watch right. this crazy guy. So it wasn't just like something you were seeing on like the nightly news, which I think it probably would have come and went right. a lot quicker. But I think this is one of the first times where everyone like where it's like any moment we want to watch it we can just pull it up and show someone else look at how fucking crazy this fucking guy is you know totally but it was still like when i think about how i interacted with technology in 2005 it was still like oh you want to watch this thing okay come over to my desk like let me let me turn on my laptop let me pull up youtube you know we have right. we had high speed internet it wasn't totally we have it on our phones the, and stuff but yeah but exactly. i remember rewatching I re I a, it i remember like watching it multiple times because of how crazy yes, it was yes totally and it was it was still a like gather around the computer and let's watch a viral video together. Like that was how we consume videos. I remember I have a picture from 2006 of me and two friends who we were just drunk as hell having a conversation and we were talking about how funny it would be if you could get porn on a cell phone because at the time, Whoa, like I think iPhones, you predicted it real. I, <laughs> it was like iPhones must have already 
we already did when iPhones existed, but like it was something where at the time I still had a flip phone, but we were talking about how funny, like imagine if you could get porn on your phone, people would just be jerking off all the time. Like, and, and so in 2005, it was still, it, it was the beginning of like gathering around to watch viral videos, but it still was so not ubiquitous in terms of um, like how our lives were. Mm. Like I still went to the library to check my email if I had to communicate with somebody, you know what I mean? BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, another crazy, this only could exist in a viral video world that we are now seeing the beginning of. And um, he's a monster, by the way. I'll just preface with that. He's a horrible person. But at the time, it was hilarious. R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet hits yep. in 2005. Another, that was and another again, viral. Yes. That can only exist as an inside joke viral video. That, yep. that can exist as like a nightly news story or like, you know what I mean? Right. It's not like a tabloid hit. It's, it's, it's totally. uniquely internet video like serviced you know and and we're starting to get these kinds of viral this is really i think the first year of of viral you know same thing with kanye west george bush doesn't care about black people you know like if that if we didn't have the internet that would have happened and surely it would have been a story no question yeah but it wouldn't have become this like phrase that like I mean, again, say what you will about the guy now, but at the time, it was very valuable that he provided this phrase, you know, and that then was repeated over and over and over, you know, and also you got to watch Mike Myers stand next to him, not know what the fuck to do and what to say. This was the first crazy thing Kanye did, by the way. Yeah. And it's so wild to look back now at all the the last thing we've got was a, a boat blowjob on a boat in front of everybody in Italy <laughs> after saying I love Hitler on the <laughs> TV show. Yikes. I mean, crazy. This was the first and people were kind of still split cuz it's pre I believe this was pre T Swift award show. I think this really was like the first thing, yes, it right? Was. And you you know, I, I think people were still kind of like, oh, that was kind of badass that he did that. And then other people were like, that seems an unhinged deeply. You know what I mean? And, but but it's interesting now in hindsight, it's like, oh, that was kind of the first kind of crack in the facade of Kanye who could kind of do no wrong up to that point because I was just singing Gold Digger earlier. I mean, <laughs> if you remember how much of a massive, oh, massive huge hit. hit. That was yeah. MTV Every Other Music Video. That yes. was the kiss of, on the rose on the gray of that year. It was just every single second that song was playing, you know, and it was. And I, I think that him saying George Bush doesn't care about black people really endeared him. I guess College Dropout was all, only 2004. Yeah. So, yeah, like he was. I mean, it was an amazing time to love Kanye. Yeah. But that was a very it, I, it was a I remember thinking what an incredible moment it was that it happened on live TV and just to have, you know, it was, people were very split on it at the time and people thought it was erratic and that he threw Mike Myers under the bus by him having to stand there and figure out what to do. But like, I also remember being like, holy shit, that rules. I can't believe like the most famous pop star right now, like said that, like, fuck yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's totally wild. Yeah, this is such a precursor. I feel like I'm about, this feels like a precursor year. Kanye's about to go AWOL, uh, the whole Brangelina shit. Um, Another precursor. Britney Spears starts, like her marriage with Kevin Federline starts Ah. going publicly downhill in front Ah. of everyone. So this is also like a real beginning of, of a downfall for Britney Spears. And because 2006 was when she had her really 
big break. I think oh eight. It was oh eight. Oh, it was oh eight. Oh, it was full like shave head, oh, and okay. we all like Perez, the era of Perez Hilton celebrity. Got snark. it. Because again, the internet is just opening its doors to that kind of shit. But it's going to take a couple years before we go full, complete dickhead when it comes to like celebrity culture. Well, because and, this is the year snark. also that Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson talk about like the beginning yeah. of being really mean towards celebrities. Um, they they certainly took a lot of ire of the early two thousands because of their reality show and because and of, then like, they get was divorced. this newlyweds yeah, year? No, this is this the year that they b- break up. Oh, okay. So got this it. is like a huge public divorce that they we're got. Kind of starting now. I'm starting to draw uh, comparisons to the year we're in right now. I wonder. This is kind of starting to feel a little similar because it's all divorces and you know, kind of the beginning of a like new Jude era. Law when Jude Law publicly confesses to having an affair on Sienna Miller. Um, he had an yeah. affair with the nanny, but he had a public confession of it. So this is like. A year of like really, really starting to put people in the stocks. Like Let me put it up. Like putting I'll celebrities put one. in the stocks. I'll put another uh-huh. one on the pile that's not a divorce, but this is right before Beyonce becomes Beyonce. Destiny's Child officially Child breaks, breaks up, up in 05. Dude, this is like very similar to 2023. Wow. Like everybody, it's all breakups, it's all like resets. And you guys are just kind of finding your own in college. I'm just. Le- about to, I'm breaking up with Just college. About to launch myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's an interesting transition year, really. Uh, Actually, for a this lot is of huge for me because this is the last Harry Potter movie I saw in theater because this was my like beginning of like, oh, I think that I might be too old to watch this because I remember <laughs> oh, yeah. going home for Thanksgiving and that was my first time home from college. And so I went with like my high school friends to go see Harry Potter and I was just like, I don't think this is me anymore. I smoke cigarettes now and like this Whatever, is you were just... doing cocaine in your Harry Potter robe. I know. Uh... Oh no, I, mean, <laughs> I, I and we had so much fun, but this was when I started to like think that I was like maybe too serious for this stuff anymore. Yeah. Right. That was yeah, this was this was a year that I was really trying to f- figure out I really thought that I was an adult yes. and I was really trying to yes. figure out how to become an adult. Yes. And I think that even though I had a, a, again, I had great friends in high school. I really had a great time. I was a theater kid, but I felt I associated that part of my life with like childhood. And I was like, no, I'm moving forward. I am an adult, which is just so funny because I just had no idea what I was doing. And again, no confidence, but it was totally a year about trying to figure out like, okay, I'm a person who, and this is why I didn't know any pop music. I was like, I'm a person who like listens to the magnetic field and postal service. And I am a person who like mostly wears black and talks about the Iraq war, but doesn't really read that much news <laughs> because I'm too busy thinking about song lyrics, you know, <laughs> and writing Definitely away so. messages. Yes, also, exactly. Tallahassee college summertime. I mean, and I'm definitely do, probably I'm doing full summers in Tallahassee. I'm like not going home. Um, a lot of mushrooms. I'm definitely remembering now a lot, like a lot of a lot of mushroom experiences. Oh this yeah, time. in Tallahassee in general, just because there's so mm. many cow fields. It's so, so many humid. Cow I had bags of mushrooms <laughs> just in my freezer, like all all throughout. It was crazy. Uh, I will and, yeah. say we are currently seeing a lot of 2005 fashion come back. Unfortunately, mm. whether you Ooh, want let's it talk about or that. not, because I uh, not that long ago was in Target and I'm seeing trucker hats. I'm seeing like I mean we know tracksuits yeah. already back, but tracksuits are a lot better than they used to be. But this was like the heyday of Uggs. This was the heyday mm-hmm. of layered polo shirts. Yes. Which I Oh yeah, the pop collar. The silicone yes. bracelets collars, yeah. that everyone wore for like their certain causes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was upsetting to be at a very frat heavy university when the pop collar thing hit. That was very that was very unfortunate. Oh yeah. And the it was Cargo yeah, the tracksuits back in 2000 the, the tracksuits back in 2005 were the, the juicy, juicy tracksuits that had juicy on the ass and they always yes. wanted a juicy tracksuit and they never made them. Uh, surprisingly, they didn't make them in 2005 in plus sizes. 
Oh, no. With the juicy on the ass, which I'm like, I remember looking at all these tiny little butts, and I'm like, my ass is juicy. Why doesn't it say juicy on my ass? (laughs) But they didn't make them in my size. Did y'all do any kind of scene kid stuff with the big hair and the dumb fucking looks? You know what I mean? You know what I mean by scene kid? Okay. No. That was, my scene my scene was the theater. I think we were all a little, a no little too old. Yeah, that. yeah. For that. With the like the crazy big helmet head big hair. hair. Yeah. No, and I like didn't the <laughs> and like the really all over the place with the colors and stuff like that. I remember yeah. when I would which probably was the worst time of my life to do this, but I'd always had really like short shaved head until I graduated from high school and then I was like I'm going to grow out my hair. So I was also growing out my hair for the first time in my first semester of college, which like man, I looked bad. I looked <laughs> very bad. <laughs> you had a rough time. look. You've got no, nowhere to go but up for Jackie as looks in freshman year of college. I looked real bad freshman that. year of college. Agree I don't know that. what I was. And then I, Me too. I experimented a lot, you know? It was with just, like, you were just kind of dude bro. Yeah, you were just sort of a dude bro. It wasn't like bad. It wasn't like, because you weren't going for anything. You were just wearing like flannel shirts and like. And khaki shorts. Yeah, I wore long sh- yeah, khaki just, shorts that I would sew buttons onto. Yeah, and, um, it was just whatever. Like you just was. You weren't going for a look. I mean, it was just like no. Nothing, I had no you know? fashion. I had no style. Yeah, yeah. that same Somebody in high school. Though. I mean, I didn't catch any of that until I got to New York. You know. Yeah, totally. Was, in high school, I just wore t-shirts like from the plays I was in. You know, was, and then I got to college and was like, "What do I do?" Right. Now? Yeah, it was about not caring. Like uh, for our friend group, it was very, very about right. not caring. Um, totally. What was I going to say? Uh, fucking Katrina. Oh, Hurricane Katrina. Which is why Kanye said what he said, you know, and it is so weird to, you know, I don't want to talk about politics, but it is so weird to think, like, again, considering how political discourse is now, it's so weird to think that Kanye said that in the aftermath of Katrina, Kanye said George Bush doesn't care about black people. And it was a news cycle for months. You know, it was when we talked about it for months. Should he have said that? Is it true? And it's just like. You know, it's just such a strange thing to think about something like that. That was why Jennifer Aniston got fucked. Jennifer Aniston got fucked. That became, (laughs) they could not let that, I couldn't believe how much they reported on that, uh, on that divorce. It was so, like, just, I was like, man, months later, it's the cover on all people and everything. Personally, I'm so happy that the tide has changed on how we talk about Jennifer Aniston. Like, leave her alone i'm just right. so glad now it's just like she's like 53 and she is thriving and i'm like good for yes <laughs> thank you can we give it up for she looks great okay yeah but but so much of our lives as young people was about her yes. and whether she was dried up or, or not right. and like, and if she's having children and if she's like is she lovable anymore and it's like leave her alone right 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 totally. yeah but this oh, was my- uh, this is the year lots of big TV shows started in 2005. We've got Grey's Anatomy. You've got Supernatural, which, of course, goes on for many, 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 many seasons. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is currently still on. The Office starts this year. This wow. is the beginning of, like, criminal minds and bones and all that kind of stuff. I remember Rome was a huge Rome was huge. Yeah, Rome was massive for for uh for like our community for sure. That was like This is also when show. Weeds started and I weeds, remember I yeah. wanted to be Mary uh-huh. Louise Parker. I was like how I do to, I be her? How do I date her? How do I, I get inside of her? I wanted to nut on her Stomach. I, just I was so wanted, hotted out by her. I there love was a Mary billboard. Parker. There was a billboard near my work in New York City that ma- I had to like go. I would like go home right after work and just think about the billboard because I was so <laughs> hotted out. <laughs> I by remember her. those billboards. They were everywhere. And, and that's and all I needed. Was, yeah, I would add. I would literally. This was about man. This is. I'm sorry. I'm holding jerk off corner. This is back when I was holding jerk off corner. Squirt, squirt, squirt. I would look at still images of a clothed woman. And that was all it took. That's crazy. You know what I mean? That's crazy. It was kind of a heyday time for like prestige TV. Like Sopranos was still on. Oh, Intervention started in 2005. This was prestige. This was like the 
advent of prestige TV. Interesting, MJ, that you pivoted away from my talk about how I used to masturbate. But sure, yeah, I guess it was like prestige TV was like a big deal or whatever. (laughs) Sex in the City ended in 2004. So it wasn't the beginning of prestige TV, but it was was like, I feel like in college, it was like DVD box sets, right? Because we couldn't afford cable. So it was like, this was when I saw... Uh, started watching Arrested Development over and over. Yes. Started watching Sex in the City totally. over and over. And I didn't really, I was not tuned into anything that was on cable. So I was not tuned into Grey's Anatomy or anything like that. But then, yeah, I remember like Weeds and like some of those other, when there was like a really big deal new show. Again, it was not like it is now with this the abundance of quality shows. So it was like, Dexter, let's talk about Dexter. Let's talk about weeds. You know, like any new good show was like something that everyone was Mm -hmm. talking about, which I do kind of miss. I do miss that. Or I miss like getting a, it was such a mind blowing sensation. like, cause this was pre-streaming, going to the store and getting like a season of a show that you love and and taking it home was so exciting. You're like, I just have like hours of non-commercial like material with or like without commercial breaks and it's just like yeah when the simpsons box sets yeah when the simpsons dvd box sets started coming out my mind i've I've never been so thrilled in my entire life i couldn't believe i just could watch them whenever and and therefore would a lot and and just would obsess over that stuff yeah for sure like and the lord of the rings extended dvd sets mine were the gilmore girls box sets but i had i lived in a quad with three um sorority girls so i would always pretend like (laughs) i was like the 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 poet of all like i was like the moody kind of um they're like we never know what jackie's up to but they liked (laughs) that i was like so like different from them so they always were like jackie's home and i'm like oh god are you i was still kind of a bitch at this point and uh, i know back then (laughs) not now not currently but i remember this is the year that my family bought me a bunch of the family guy seasons and i hated family guy and i just like the last thing i was like this is what you think i like this is the dribble you think that i am into it was i, was I also bitch. hated family guy yeah i just had a chip on my this was my ultimate time of needing to prove myself yes, right like maybe even more than high school which is so sad like i was just like i think that what the mass is like is dumb i have to only like things that most people don't i was like. just about to you bring know, up was this was that. This was a big year in terms of movies going back to that for a lot of like indie shit, you know, yeah. like uh, Brick, the the high school noir movie or Hard Candy and uh, Squid and the Whale, Noah Baumbach's big like oh, yes. smash. It was, you know, there was some, it was kind of interesting. In terms of big blockbusters, I'm seeing uh, Batman Beyond or Batman Begins and uh, Sin City. Which both were like, oh my god, they're making comic books like actually work in the movie theater. You know what I mean? Also, Brokeback Mountain came out in two thousand five. Brokeback Mountain, like, oh. yeah, it was, it was. It was like a, this was a big year for like the smaller. Yeah, it was kind of like, and and that's the same music, everything, everything I was listening to was indie, indie, yeah. indie. That's all I wanted. And so you could set yourself apart that yes, way if you were totally. a young person. You oh, know? absolutely. Like. Yeah, you could be like, I actually mostly watch indie movies and I actually mostly listen to indie music. Right. Totally. Totally. Then this was kind of, you know, I'm going to get into this a lot more in 06, but a real like eye opener when it comes to like the whole hipster culture thing. Like for me, that's more Mm -hmm. Williamsburg and man. Yeah. Williamsburg 2006. It was like a cartoon in 06. Like you went to (laughs) Williamsburg in 2006. I mean, it was literally like. You know, because I think it like kind of got a little more grounded and stuff as time went on. And it got a lot more gentrified and upscale and everything, you know, that area. But but when I first got to New York and went to Williamsburg, Brooklyn, it was like a theme park for hipsters. My brother was like, when I, you know, I was trying to figure out who I was and how I wanted to dress. And he was like, if you want inspiration, just go to the Bedford stop, the Bedford L stop and just look around at people. Totally. Like sit sit in a bar and look out the window and look at how people are dressed. go to Beekman's closet. Yeah. Yes. Go to Beekman's closet, of course. But like that, yeah, I would just, 
sit there and be like, do I want to look like her? Do I want to look like him? You know, because it was just a carnival of hot people <laughs> and annoying people. Don't get me wrong. Like it was, but, it, but that was the, maybe this is the thing about all youth culture. Certainly the thing about hipster culture was that like, you hated it, but you also like wanted to be a part of oh, it or yeah. you were right. a part of it, but you didn't want to admit that you were a part oh, of it, but you yeah. wanted to look like them. Yes. Yeah. And 2005 was definitely like, uh, that was by that time you had the McKibben lofts, you know, you had the Morgan lofts, you had like that kind of emerging um, L train, North Brooklyn, the hipster culture, rooftop parties and all of that, which was what, yeah, which was what I kind of graduated into after college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The movies in 2005 are not looking no, good. No, they're really guys. not. They're really <laughs> not <laughs> the best. Got Devil's Rejects. Charlie Shout and the, the Chocolate Devil's, Factory. Devil's Rejects. That was great. Yeah. They're licensing a lot like King Kong, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. They're trying to take like these old properties and bring them back and kind of failing with that for sure. Uh, we're just kind of getting out of the fantasy franchising. So we've got Narnia. We've got Harry Potter. Uh, on the heels of Lord of the Rings being this like massive smash hit type oh, of thing. Oh, dude. This is the year that I had tickets to go see Mitch Hedberg. And mm. he, oh, and he died passed away a month before. Oh my god. Damn. Damn. That oh, was that was damn. a big that was a big hit for me because this yeah. was right as I was graduating, because it was April of 2005, and I graduated the next month from high school. And like that was like a really big uh, I was obsessed with Mitch Hedberg at the. I mean, really? so many Damn. people were. I obviously I wasn't alone. But you in might that, have. I like, mean, you honestly, it may have been like incredibly sad if he. Had, I was. If you had gotten to see him at that point in his life. Like I heard oh, there were yeah, shows. Yeah, would have been. Sad. He would like just lay down on the stage and just like just be like, just tell me what tell me what jokes you want me to I say. Know, and people would just and call it stuff been out. So yeah. Rough. I, I, but no, it just like it was the first like big death that like really affected me. Uh-huh. As really? a youth, that that I was like, how did he like? And finding out that he died of an overdose, which just like it made me so angry, and like it yeah. really, honestly, made me look at my life because like I did a lot more drugs in high school than I did any other time, and I think that it really? did really influence me to be like, eh, I should probably cool out a little bit. More than in college, you mm. you were yeah. I was more of like I, I was. I mean, I was a crazy drunk and in, in and like doing like acid and stuff. But like, I did a lot of like other. I was I was I was uncontrollable in high school. In high school, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Another now one. Now I'm is, sad. <laughs> <laughs> but this is kind of a beautiful time. Is this is really like when we're all about to blossom and and in a new way? Like this is really like kind of a pre really finding like a totally new, you know, uh, because because Jackie, you end up like yeah. finding this whole l- second life for Murder Fist in Tallahassee and like. Well, I went in, like, this is when I started as a meteorology major and like this yeah. is when I like at the the beginning of the next year is when I'm like, what am I doing? I think I want to be a comedian instead. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that was 2005. Holden, you're the was really, I'm I was, not a doctor. I know. You're not chasing <laughs> tornadoes right now. I could be it's a so doctor. Tra- you, you, know, you know the kind of drinking problem you would have if you were a t- professional tornado chaser? Oh you know my what kind God. of person you'd be? You'd I have know. a new name at this point. You'd be like the 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 shiv or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm the shiv because uh, I get in all the holes. Right, because you'll cut. You'll slice or she would have just been like a very charismatic like local meteorologist who would hey go viral y'all. all the time. Yeah, so it would just be me. Like I, all of a sudden, I have a really thick southern accent, and I'm just like wearing really <laughs> short red dresses all the time. Another, another. It's kind of uh-huh. almost a little more wizard the bruisery, but I do think it just it had such an effect on like even just. normal normal party culture so i have to bring it up like a uh, guitar hero drops in oh, 05 yeah. and i mean that yeah. that guitar plastic guitar peripheral just became this weird cultural phenomenon where like literally you would expect to go to a house party and have a room where people were playing plastic guitars uh you know just totally normal part of like uh party culture in a way that was not in the past, like was not, you know, people weren't just playing video games at a party before totally. that point, you know? Oh my yes. God. 
they've been in the news. They've been in the news lately. Uh, Ashton Kutcher has Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore get together in 2005. Oh, yeah, it's so weird to hear about pop culture from 2005 because I'm like, I didn't know that. I, I think I did know it, but I didn't care, you know. So it's right. like, oh yeah, that happened. Yes. you know. Same thing, even with the Brangelina stuff. I remember it happening, but I was so not tuned into it. But it's it's amazing. Doing this year is amazing because it was this year for me felt like it was both like the happy I was so happy like to have like found the community that I did but then all of my brother and all of his the friends who were his age they all graduated in 2005 and they all moved to New York and like if you had asked me in 2005 I would have been like my life is over <laughs> like I found oh, this community and then they're I was all so leaving yeah like I made I made it to this place where I felt like myself like I felt like I had evolved you know like to this like better version of myself this like you know such a young person 18 year old thing like and I had no perspective and so I was like well now they're all moving away and like will I ever have fun again no, you know will I ever be part of a community again, again? that was my was year the next? following year because I made all yeah. these friends After Henry graduated. with Henry's friends and then when he graduated in 06 I was like who am yep. I wait you just gave yeah. me this life and you're taking it away yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was so hard. And it was, but also it was good for me because I was like, all right, I got to do this without, without John, without my security brother. I got to figure out what to do myself. And I did. And I like the kids who were in the comedy group who I wanted to be their best friends too. I just made it happen. I just willed it. I was like, I'm going to pretend I'm a confident person. Hell yeah. And yes. I'm going to pretend. And then that was how I eventually found confidence was by pretending long enough that it like eventually stuck. Yeah. And what was just, your next like friend group? Like, what was your next? thing your next group. it was the same thing it was the same comedy group but it was just different it was like like this one friend who i'm actually gonna see in pittsburgh at our uh at our sh- uh, he can't come to the show but i'm gonna stay with him the next night but like he was this like very cool like funniest person i had ever ever interacted with like and i wanted to be his friend so much but i was like he's too cool for me i'm not cool enough to be friends Aww. with these cool kids and after john and those guys left i was like well i've got no one so i mean i didn't have no i also had these two other best friends who are a year older than me and i was like okay i've got you guys but i've got who like who else do i have i, I need to build this i need to build a community again and i just like tr- i truly just willed it to happen and so if you are a young person out there and there's somebody who you want to be friends with you can sometimes just just will it to happen. You just, mean just manifest, like, hey, bitch? Manifest yeah, it. Manifest I, it. Do you want to walk home together? Do you want to? Do you want to go smoke weed and watch Mister Show together? And it just ha- and then we became best friends, and I like built myself up again. But it's so interesting to be an older person now and look back on what like the total lack of perspective you have when you're young, and just think like 2005. I truly thought like it doesn't get better than this. My life will never be as fun right. as this year was, and it's so strange to th- to be in 2023 and be like I have had so much fun since 2005 yes. right like I didn't need to stay in 2005 but I couldn't see that at the time well and but then you know, think about, also think, think think about the part where at this point in your life it was it, it was such a rare time in your life to find a whole new group of friends I mean how many times mm-hmm. have you done that in your life I've done that two or three times maybe total maybe right. four or five if you count like elementary school and stuff like yeah, it, but it's especially actually you guys. rare to make that leap, though, too. So it's not that crazy to even feel that way because it's like it's such you know you don't realize till later on in life when you just stop making new friends, you know, as a regular thing that you do, you know. And it's the shocking thing about being a, becoming an adult is realizing like, oh my god, you can find your people and then your people like might move, you know, yeah. like you can't. It's not like when you're a kid and they're just like usually always around, you know, but like, I mean, what's special about you guys is that you all found each other in college and just stayed together, which is like amazing, yeah, which is an anomaly, yeah, total anomaly, you know, and, and I'm even still pretty cool. Like we're not tight, tight. We don't like communicate all the time. I don't do a show with any of them, but it's crazy that I'm as cool as I am with my a lot of my core high school crew. You know, yeah, I've definitely maintained those relationships for sure. And there's also other people from college that um, I've never seen since, 
And that's completely fine too. But it is we are an anomaly for sure that we're still. I think that's in part why people are drawn to you guys, like because it's like so special to be like imagine finding your squad and then being able to spend the rest of your life with them. Like a lot of people do find their squad in college or in high school. Like a lot of young people have the experience of like finding their squad, feeling at home, Mm -hmm. being like fuck yeah. But then everybody grows up and has to go their separate ways for work or whatever the fuck. And then you don't get to like keep that squad. Maybe you get together once a year for reunions and stuff. But like, I think that one of the things that's so appealing about, you know, Murder Fist and the whole network and everything is like the idea that you guys, I mean, how amazing is it that you two have known each other since Jackie was 17? It's wild. I know it's almost two decades uh, in a couple of years. Yeah, dude. Uh, and two, changed. you mean two beautiful decades of friendship, right, Holden? Yes. Well, friendship's an interesting word to use in 2005, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's funny to think that we weren't like tight, toit um, uh, initially. But yeah, it's definitely. No, we weren't um, toit initially. Especially God, I wish because I could just... then Murder Fist started. There was a Murder Fist North and a Murder Fist South. And then that. Got that weird. was almost like and a rivalry, yeah. And and like Southside Serpent. I wish I could just grab yeah. myself and told myself how hard life was about to get and how much I need to relish what that last year was. You know, I think I spent more time being like, "Party's over," or like, "This is getting old," and I should have just been like, "Just sleep." And just do whatever you want every day. Every day. (laughs) Smoking cigs, drinking wine. And not and not, you know, before this grind you're about to be in. None of it hurt your struggling so much. I just can't imagine that there was a time in my life that I could drink red wine without taking pills. Right. right. (laughs) Like that's insane to me. Like I couldn't couldn't even imagine putting red wine up to my lips unless I prepared (laughs) my stomach for days in advance (laughs) (laughs) that's where i'm at now i can't imagine yeah it's just so funny what's controversial in 2005 like because the big one that keeps popping up is like jude law and what's her name cheated on each other and it's like who would get who gives a fuck such a boro snoro now yeah Yeah. sienna miller like that's like the big it's a boro snoro yeah Yeah, big boro snoro even the band brad and angelina stuff it's like yeah, okay, you broke up and you got with somebody else. Like, sure, it's it's a scandal. It's sexy. Everybody involved is hot. Well, especially yeah. because the movie is so hot, too. Yeah, and the like, movie was really hot. I remember that. I haven't seen it since then, but I remember at the time, I was like, you can feel the fire between them. And now I do wonder, I'm like, or were you just young and horny, Jackie? You were <laughs> like, I need it. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think that about covers it. I don't. I don't know what we I did. I can't dig anything else up from this year. We did it. We talked about. It. I. I think uh, it's an interesting one, especially all the parallels. I feel like I'm drawing between this year we're currently in and 2005. This year feels like a bit of a transition year with everybody getting divorced and all this stuff going on like that. Like it and just like feels... the internet's changing. You know, yeah. like Twitter is yes. changing, Facebook yes. is changing. Everything's you know. changing. This is a big turning point year. Yeah, like the big end of an era year for sure. And it's very really interesting because I think 05 was just that as well. Yeah. Well, all right, there you have it. Thanks we everybody for joining us uh, for this episode. Uh, if you'd like to support us further, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Uh, all what weekly bonus content for just five dollars a month. For ten dollars a month, you can join us on our Discord where we do weekly uh, Jersey Shore watch alongs. It's always a blast. Uh, besides that, uh, check me out twitch.tv forward slash Holden Nature's Ho. Friday nights with Jackie, 6 p.m. ET. We get fun time going happening. We get fun time going happening. Uh, I'm there. I am <laughs> brain dead. When we were young. <laughs> Jackie. When we were young. I used to drink red wine. Red, red wine, which is not actually I lyric, used but. to be young. I, oh, all these used to be young. So my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Yes, come hang out on our Patreon. And uh, thank you guys for joining us for our rewind on this week while we are on tour. MJ, what you got to say? I'm MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Love you guys. We'll be BBB. We'll be BBB. We'll be back next week is what I was yeah. trying to say. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. 
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.